Good morning, and welcome to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is your host, Cindy McGurl. I would like to thank my sponsor, the Camden Conference. I've got some really awesome readings today from Paul's autobiography, and everything relates to Thelonious Monk, Bug Powell, and Paul Modian. Um, as usual, you can comment and question on the Facebook page, or if you want to call the studio, um, please call only when music is playing. The number is 207-593-0013. And I'm going to get right into the music, and I'm going to start with Misterioso from um, Paul's 1986 Soul Note album, Misterioso.
That was Misterioso by Thelonious Monk, and that was Thelonious on piano, Al McKibben on bass, and Art Blakey on drums. And that was from the London Collection, Volume 2, put out um, on Black Lions, and it was Volume 2. That was recorded in 1971. And before that, we heard Misterioso um, from Paul's Misterioso CD, um, recorded in 1986 for Soul Note Records, and that featured Jim Pepper on tenor and soprano saxophone, Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, Ed Schuler on bass, and Paul Modian on drums. So in Paul's autobiography, he has a whole chapter called Thelonious, and I'm going to read from that today. The first time I saw and heard the great pianist Thelonious Monk was in the mid-50s in a noisy club in Harlem. New York was still new to me, and I wanted to hear some music, so I went to Harlem. Monk was in the far corner of the club, away from the bar, playing with the saxophonist Sonny Rollins and the bass player Curly Russell. No drummer. People were standing at the bar, drinking and talking, hardly paying attention to the music. I was at the bar, trying to listen, but I could hardly hear the music. It was quite a scene. The big smoke-filled room was full of people, and I couldn't believe how some of them weren't even listening to the music. Amazing. Monk and the other players didn't seem to care about the loud surroundings. They were into the music. I was thrilled to be there. It made me happy to hear the music. The noisy bar was a drag, but I managed to hear some of it anyway, and of course it was great. Everything they played was perfection. And now I'm going to play you a couple of versions of Panonica, another monk tune, uh, the first from Misterioso and the second one from the LP Brilliance.
That was Panonica by Thelonious Monk from the LP Brilliance. And that's Ernie Henry on alto saxophone, Sonny Rollins on tenor saxophone, Oscar Pettiford on bass, Max Roach on drums, and Thelonious Monk on piano. And that was recorded in 1956 and came out much later on Milestone Records. Um, before that, we heard Panonica from Paul Modian's Mysterioso CD from 1986, and that's with Jim Pepper, Joe Lovano, Bill Frizzell, Ed Schuler, and Paul Modian. And I want to remind you that you are listening to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet on WRFR, Low Power Radio, Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, and streaming online at WRFR.org. Here's a little more from Paul's book. In the early part of 1956, Thelonious was playing at a club called The Open Door in Greenwich Village. I got there early. Bob Reisner, the promoter, approached me and asked if I wanted to play with Monk. The place was full, and the drummer, Arthur Taylor, hadn't shown up yet. I rushed home to East 9th Street, picked up my drums, and hurried back to The Open Door. I was scared and thrilled, elated and proud, all at the same time. I played that night with Monk's Quintet, Donald Byrd on trumpet and Lou Donaldson on alto. Donald Byrd kept encouraging me, talking in my ear as I was playing. Yeah, Paul, go Paul, play baby. At the end of the night, Monk reached into his pocket and gave me $10. Art Taylor never did show up. Years later, Donald Byrd told me he has a photo of me playing with Monk that night. Um, I'd like to see that. I haven't seen it, but... Now I'm going to um, continue on from the CD Monk and Powell, and this is Parisian Thoroughfare, a Bud Powell tune.
two excellent versions of Parisian Thoroughfare by Bud Powell. That was from the Best of Bud Powell, recorded in 1951 on Blue Note. And Bud Powell on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and Max Roach on drums. And before that, we heard the version from Monk and Powell on 1999 Winter and Winter CD. Kurt Rosenwinkel and Steve Cardanis on electric guitars, Chris Potter and Chris Cheek on tenor saxophones, Steve Swallow on electric bass, and Paul Modian on drums. And I'm sure you noticed that um, Bud Powell did some vocalizing there while he played the piano. We talked about that a little bit last week with um, Asabumi. I think a lot of jazz pianists do that, and I like it. It's part of the music to me. So Paul did get to play with um, Curly Russell and Sonny Rollins when he um, in one of his first gigs in New York. I'm going to read a little bit about that from his autobiography. It was in 1956 that pianist Bill Triglia called me to make a Monday night gig at Birdland. Monday was the off night when the bands that played during the week were off. I often played Monday nights in Birdland. That Monday night, the players in the band were Sonny Rollins on saxophone, the trumpet player Tony Frusella, Curly Russell on bass, and Bill Triglia. It was the only time I got to play with that band. A strange thing happened. Sonny Rollins and Curly Russell were arguing about something while we were playing. It was weird. Maybe they were joking, but it seemed pretty real to me. The two of them were going at it with each other. They were putting each other down. Sonny said to Curly, you can't play. Then Curly said the same thing to Sonny. Back and forth it went. Were they serious? I wasn't sure. I hadn't had much experience playing in major jazz clubs or with such great players, but I was feeling good and trying to play. Tony Frusella wasn't saying anything and seemed to be oblivious to it all. He was a wonderful player and played great the whole night. Bill Triglia was into playing the piano and wasn't paying any mind to the goings-on between Sonny Rollins and Curly Russell. It was a mystery to me. I never found out what the disagreement was all about, or even if it was a disagreement. I don't think they hated each other or each other's playing. It happened as I was playing, and I managed to keep playing and finish the gig. No one talked about it to me, and I never talked to any of the band about it. I accepted the situation and treated it as an introduction to the professional life in music. Anything can happen and probably will. I must be prepared and play my best, no matter what happens. I thought that was a great insight into, um, you know, a younger player coming in to the jazz scene. And just, uh, I really enjoy that reading. I hope you did, too. Now I'm going to play a little more from Monk and Powell. Uh, this is Whale. <laughs> Thank you. 
Whale, a Bud Powell tune from the amazing Bud Powell Volume 1, 1949 recording on Blue Note, Fats Navarro on trumpet, Sonny Rollins on tenor saxophone, Bud Powell on piano, Tommy Potter on bass, and Roy Haynes on drums. And before that, we heard the version on Munkin Powell for the 1999 Winter in Winter recording with Kurt Rosenwinkel, Steve Cardanis, Chris Potter, Chris Cheek, Steve Swallow, and Paul Modian. And here's another one from that CD, Boo Boo's Birthday.
Welcome back to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet. This is part two of Monk, Powell, and Modian. And I am going to read a little bit. Oh, first I want to tell you what we heard before the top of the hour. We heard Skippy, a Thelonious Monk tune from the 1994 uh, JMT Polydor recording Reincarnation of a Lovebird, 1994. Kurt Rosenwinkle and Wolfgang Mutzbiel on guitars, Chris Potter and alto and tenor saxophone, Chris Cheek on tenor saxophone, Steve Swallow on bass, Don Alias on percussion, and Paul Modian on drums. And before that, we heard Boo Boo's Birthday, another Monk tune from the Monk and Powell CD, um, with Kurt Rosenwinkle, Steve Cardanis, Chris Potter, Chris Cheek, Steve Swallow, and Paul Modian. So here's some more from the Thelonious chapter in Paul's book. Another opportunity to play with Thelonious came up in January of 1960. I got a call from the bass player, Scott LaFaro. Paul, get your butt over to Monk's Pad. He'll give you train fare to Boston and you can have the gig. Elvin Jones was supposed to play but couldn't be found, and Scott had recommended me. I went over to Monk's Place, which was in the 60s on the west side of Manhattan, and Thelonious's wife, Nellie, gave me some money and said, see you in Boston. I took my drums on the train to Boston and found my way to Storyville. The impresario, George Wine, had opened the club Storyville in the Copley Square Hotel around 1952. It was a large club, if I remember correctly. Scott played bass and Charlie Rouse was on tenor. Monk paid me $200 for the week. Very good money for me in those days. During the week, I did feel a little ill at ease. I wasn't all that familiar with the music. Sometimes when Monk would get up from the piano and dance, I felt good. He seemed happy. The music was happening. I learned a lot that week. I learned how to listen carefully. I learned how to listen better. And I tried my best to familiarize myself with the music of Thelonious Monk. Suddenly, one night, I was taken aback. When Monk stood up and began pacing the bandstand, I wondered what was going to happen next. He pointed to me and said, Drums. I played a, quote, solo. I sang melodies to myself as I played. I improvised. It was a great learning experience for me. One night, after we had played a set, I said to Monk, Thelonious, I may have speeded up the tempo and rushed the time on one of the pieces. And he said, If I hit you upside your head, you won't rush. That got my attention fast, and after that I stayed very aware of tempos. And on another night he asked me to sing him my beat. Sing me your cymbal beat, he said. Ding, ding, a ding, I sang. He said try, ding, ding, a ding. And here we go with um, Round Midnight from Reincarnation of a Lovebird. Thank you. 
Sam Most plays Bird, Bud, Monk, and Miles. That is a 1957 Bethlehem Records recording, and that was Round Midnight by Thelonious Monk. And there's a full orchestra there, and Paul Modian is on drums. Uh, some other notable players are Bob Doro on piano, Oscar Pettiford on bass, and uh, Sam Most on flute and clarinet, Dave Schildkraut on the alto saxophone, and I've got a full list um, that I'll post on the jazzcloset.blogspot page of everyone in the orchestra. And before that, we heard the same tune, Round Midnight, from Reincarnation of a Lovebird, a 1994 JMT Polydor CD with uh, Kurt Rosenwinkel, Wolfgang Muthspiel on guitars, Chris Potter, alto and tenor saxophone, Chris Cheek on tenor, Steve Swallow on bass, Don Alias on percussion, and Paul Modian on drums. Got a little bit more about Monk from Paul's autobiography. I love the way Monk plays standard tunes, Memories of You, Carolina Moon, Meet Me Tonight in Dreamland, You Took the Words Right Out of My Heart. That hesitant way of playing, which was his easily recognizable style, was beautiful to me. It sounds like he's sight-reading from a sheet of music for the first time. He made the songs his. Sometimes I think he was my favorite pianist. One night during the Boston gig, Thelonious, what's your astrological sign? I had to wait for his answer. Then, after a long silence, he said Libra. Monk was like that. You had to be patient when asking him anything. He took his time. He waited before answering. Sometimes he wouldn't speak at all. Scott LaFaro told me a story about a rehearsal he had with Thelonious. We were in Monk's apartment. Monk was standing by the window looking out. He didn't say a word. Finally, he sat down at the piano and started to play. Know this, he said. Scott played with Monk that day. They would play a little of the music, and then Monk would get up from the piano and go over again to the window, saying nothing, just looking out the window. This went on for some time, and then the rehearsal was over. I saw Thelonious again, and for the last time at Lincoln Center, during the Newport Jazz Festival in New York. I was playing with the pianist, Keith Jarrett, at the time, and we were performing opposite Monk that evening. It was July 3, 1975. I asked Monk if he remembered me, and again there was a long pause. Yes, he said. It was great to see him then. I love his music. The wits, computer slits, his natural sense of time, his sense of humor. It's such an unmistakable style, his ability to express great music without playing lots of notes. And it's fun to play his music. And next we're going to hear a little more from Monk and Powell. This is Blue Pearl, a Bud Powell tune.
That was Blue Pearl by Bud Powell from The Best of Bud Powell, 1957 Blue Note recording. Bud Powell on piano, Paul Chambers on bass, and Art Taylor on drums. And before that, we heard Blue Pearl, the version from Munkin Powell, the 1999 uh, Winter and Winter CD that we've been playing quite a bit from. I want to remind you that you are listening to WRFR, Community Radio in Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, and streaming online at wrfr.org. I've got another reading, um, which I think is a pretty great monk quote. And this is, um, at one time, Paul was playing with the Bill Evans trio uh, with Scott LaFaro opposite um, Monk's band. And so that's what the circumstance is here. During intermission one night, Bill, Scott, and I went to a deli on 2nd Avenue near the club, and the lighting in there was very bright and white. Scott looked at Bill. Man, you look really yellow, he said. Bill didn't finish the gig at the jazz gallery. He took sick with hepatitis toward the end of the engagement, and the pianist Don Friedman finished the gig, with me and Scott playing the last two nights of that four-week gig. Bill went to Florida and stayed with his parents to recuperate. A bunch of us were hanging out around the entrance to the club the next night, after Bill had left, and I heard Monk's drummer Roy Haynes as he was talking to Thelonious. Monk, Bill Evans got hepatitis and you're playing the same piano. Ain't you afraid of getting sick? Monk brushed away at his left shoulder with his right hand and said after a long silence, No, I shake that beep off me. I thought that was great. So now I'm going to continue with a couple of tunes each from Monk in Motion, uh, 1988 JMT LP, and uh, Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane, a 1957 recording. And we're going to start with Trinkle Tinkle.
Okay, had a slight mix-up there. Um, that was Epistrophe, not Trinkle Tinkle, which I was going to play both anyway. So uh, what you just heard was from Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane, a 1957 recording, and um, that's on Jazzland LP from Japan. And it's John Coltrane and Coleman Hawkins on tenor saxophones, uh, Gigi Grice on alto, Ray Copeland on trumpet, Thelonious Monk on piano, Wilbur Ware on bass, and Art Blakey on drums. And before that, we heard Epistrophe, uh, which is a Monk and uh, Liquat Ali Salam tune from Monk in Motion, the 1988 JMTLP, Paul Modian on drums, Joe Lovano on tenor, Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, Dewey Redman on tenor saxophone, and Jerry Allen on piano. And I wanted to read, Paul wrote quite a bit about Wilbur Ware. Um, he played with him on and off in his early days in New York. And he, Wilbur is, was a really great bassist, um, doesn't really get a lot of credit that I know of, um, you know, one of just the gra- great jazz innovators. So um, here we go from Paul's autobiography, Wilbur Ware. Wilbur asked me for money and I gave him some. Don't worry, Paul, he said, you'll always work. I wanted to believe him and he turned out to be right. It was sometime in 1960 I was standing outside in front of the Vanguard, the small basement club known as the Village Vanguard, located on 7th Avenue South and Perry Street. On this particular night, I had just finished playing there and was outside, standing in front of the narrow doorway entrance. I was tired and was looking for a taxi to take me home. Uh Uh-oh, here comes Wilbur Ware. He's going to ask me for money again. Wilbur was another great bass player, one of the best. I met him sometime in the late 50s on a gig in Harlem, and playing with him was easy and a lot of fun, natural, easy, simple, and meaningful. He had beautiful time and a gorgeous sound, and his choice of notes was always perfect. Paul, let me play drums on this one. I said okay, not knowing what was going to happen. Could he play drums? Well, I was surprised. He played well. I didn't know he could play drums. He sounded like Art Blakey. Most time when I saw Wilbur, he was wearing dark clothes, a dark blue suit, black raincoat, and a black cotton watch cap. He had dark black skin and a distinctive walk, easily recognizable. You could spot him coming from a mile away. He walked like a pigeon-toed person, though he was not. He always had a smile on his face and was extremely friendly towards me. He was maybe five foot eight or nine inches tall, well-built with a muscular body. Wilbur was unique. He was such a great bass player, I could never figure out how come he always asked people for money. He never had any money. Paul, can you give me a quarter? I only need a quarter. I heard that often from Wilbur, lots of times. Look, here's a picture of my son. He pulled out a photo from his pocket. He's in jail in Chicago. I know you can spare some money. Wilbur always had a story to tell. He had an apartment somewhere. He was not a street person or homeless. Drugs and alcohol were his curse. He was an incredible talent. I was playing at the half note one night when Wilbur came in, and while the band was on break, he walked up onto the bandstand, picked up the bass, and started to play the blues and sang, Nobody loves me, nobody seems to care. Wilbur Ware recorded with Thelonious Monk, Sonny Rollins, Miles Davis, and so many others. The album Thelonious Monk 
with John Coltrane, with Shadow Wilson on drums, recorded live at the Five Spot, is a classic. Wilbur was in New York in the mid-50s through the 60s. He died sometime in 1979. From a New York newspaper, Wilbur B. Ware, Philadelphia. Wilbur B. Ware, 56, a jazz bassist, is dead. He suffered from emphysema for many years. Ware moved to Philadelphia in 1972 after touring with many jazz greats. He died Sunday at Germantown Hospital. So now I'm going to play Trinkle Tinkle, first from Monk in Modian, and then from Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane.
That was Trinkle Tinkle, a Thelonious Monk tune from Thelonious Monk with John Coltrane, a 1957 recording out on Jazzland Records. John Coltrane on tenor saxophone, Thelonious Monk on piano, Wilbur Ware on bass, and Shadow Wilson on drums. 
And before that, we heard Trinkle Tinkle on A Monk in Modian, uh, 1988 JMTLP, and that featured Paul Modian on drums, Joe Lovano on tenor saxophone, Bill Frizzell on electric guitar, Dewey Redman on tenor saxophone, and Jerry Allen on piano. Um, there is a ton more music in this theme. I didn't get to most of it, so I, I think I will uh, redo this subject again in the near future. Um, but maybe not next week. I'm thinking about playing some um, newer work from people who played with Paul. I've got a lot of great new music I want to share. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can check out jazzcloset.blogspot.com. And I hope I can get the podcast up tonight. I will be back next Friday, April 18th. And I thank you for listening. And remember that you're listening to Uncle Paul's Jazz Closet on WRFR Community Radio, Rockland, Maine, 93.3 FM, and streaming online at wrfr.org.